everybody. This is our, uh, I guess, Connor, this is our second. Second edition. one of like the new, the new version, the, the new, new edition. feel of uh, what we're calling Odd Man Rush. <laughs> uh, it's our new podcast slash video cast slash everything. Look who's here. It's Bo and Byron. Uh, were we okay to call you Bo? Is that, yeah, that's Bo's good. It? That's what I mean. I mean, the fans need to know this. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. We don't want them thinking that we already know you. We're like, uh, yeah. Well, you also don't want to upset the parents at the same yeah. time. He was right. named Bowen for a reason. <laughs> right. Call him Bowen. <laughs> right. But most people call you Bo, though. Yeah. Right. Um, I think definitely since I've been here, most people have been calling me Bo. So. Um, what about growing up, though? Um, yeah, I think that was a name used a lot for me. Um, I don't really remember, to be completely honest, but I seem to be called Bo a lot. How many times have people come up to you and gone, oh, Hey Byron, Boom. Yeah. Or Bo. Yeah, so many times. Hey BB. I don't understand. It's not like a hard name, like Bowen Byram. Like it's exactly how it's spelled. Whatever, but people always mix it up for whatever reason. It's the double on KK Kyle Keith. Yeah. I'm the odd man out. I got it. Got like 17 syllables in mine. Right. I have nothing. Nothing to do. Magahi, Is Mr. Magoo there? No, sorry, he's not here. What What kind of kid were you? I mean. Your parents ever tell you that you were a little brat? Um, a- yeah, I think definitely growing up when I was younger, I was <laughs> a bit of a brat. But uh, <laughs> I think once I got older and matured, I definitely settled down a lot. I think I was pretty rambunctious. Um, yeah, I don't know. I have uh, heard some funny stories. <laughs> like what? Um, I don't know. Just like I was a biter, I guess, growing up. <laughs> so I, <laughs> Whenever, like, like other kids at school? <laughs> yeah, like my mom said, like I'd be like with friends or whatever, like in the basement, and everyone, someone would always be running upstairs crying with a big chunk out of them. So, <laughs> new nickname Jaws. Yeah. For, for I'm Bo. going over to Bo's house. Oh God! <laughs> it's like it's like the kid from Christmas Story who's all wrapped up when he's going out in the cold, yeah. but suit of armor to go over yeah, to the Byram exactly. household. Yeah, yeah, honestly. But besides biting, you were an okay kid. Like, yeah, I think so. Um, Definitely once I um, grew up a bit. I mean, I was around my dad a lot, so I think that kind of just brought me to be a bit more mature, maybe. But um, like I said, I, I was with my dad a lot, hanging out. We did a lot of um, activities together when I was growing up, uh, really into the outdoors, hunting, fishing, things like that. So it was a lot of fun. Like what? Where'd you go? Yeah. Um, well, in Cranbrook, it's like all around you. Like you can Beautiful pretty much country. go wherever. And it's like good spots. But we also go like on hunting trips, like up north, like Northern BC. I don't know if people from here were know what we can, we, we can actually put in a map right now. Right. Northern so BC like, is here. Cranbrook is here. Up into the northeastern part. <laughs> yeah, so that was kind of a thing we always did, but obviously now. Like bordering on, is it Northwest Territories or the, um, the Yukon, Yukon up there? Yukon. It's like, yeah. uh, I don't know if you know where Watson Lake is. That's like on the border, like just over the Yukon border. So like south of there, like Dees Lake, Munchal Lake area. So, so what do you hunt Lake? up there? Yeah, I was going to say. So you're cool, and I'm not trying to put you in a category of no. killers. <laughs> I mean, I've hey, allowed look at him. He's a stone cold I, I killer. Yeah. But I, you know, I mean, people in Wyoming hunt, right? That's what you do. You yeah. hunt, you fish, and all that. And I can fish, but you wrote what? What did you kill? Um, I don't know. I've killed quite a bit. Uh, mostly, me and my dad hunt sheep. Mostly, I don't know if you know those are like curly horn, yeah. oh, big yeah. big horn sheep. Yeah, yeah. big horn the sheep. The Colorado State animal, as a matter <laughs> yeah. of fact. Great start. Yeah. There. <laughs> Pretty sure they're, prote- they're protected, aren't they? Yeah. So stone <laughs> sheep, whatnot. So yeah, it's kind of funny. But. And then you eat. I mean, you can't. Just yeah, yeah. It. No, yeah. we eat all of it. Um, it's really sheep meat's the best meat. I think so. Oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. We need. We need, just, can we find some sheep meat? 
Do you I have don't. like, do you have a big fridge at home, like from each, uh, is it fall? What's the hunting season yeah, for sheep? Yeah, fall. My dad's up okay. north right now, so. It's like uh, August to like October. Yeah, I don't think you walk through Whole Foods and go, should I give the boys steaks tonight or sheep mess? Yeah. Honestly, if he's cooking though, that's for true. a group of guys. Are you guys are gonna special? Cook? Um, can you? This no. is gonna be the pasta chicken answer. I already know. No, I I'm gonna, I can't really cook anything like. Yes, um, me neither. I don't know. I, like I can't think of a dish like. So no. Me. Yeah, no. <laughs> I don't cook. Yeah. You could throw a hot dog in the yeah, microwave exactly. for mac and cheese. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty much all. Did you get good grades? I mean. Um, yeah, I was always got pretty decent grades, but I was all, obviously always focused on other things. Like I know. Hockey. Did you get an F? You uh, no, I never failed. Like, I was always pretty good, like C plus B-ish, A. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I got by. I got it done. So. There's nothing <laughs> like bringing home that first. Like, What did you fail? Did you fail? I did fail a class in, in college. High school? In, oh, college. in college. I failed Wait. biology. This is actually a funny story. So you would sit up, like up. Like the, the classes are like this, and there's like yeah. 400 kids in them. And I never went to biology. So our first test, I had to sit up one and to the right of my buddy who clearly studied. <laughs> and they were bubble, you know, where you write yeah, the bubbles. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, look, the only way I'm going to even pass is if you let me just absolutely plagiarize. Well, we got, I got to 50, and he was done. And I was still on 50, so I was one off somewhere in there. <laughs> so they wrote all the scores on the chalkboard, and there was 126. Someone got a 26. That was you? <laughs> Not only did you fail, I mean, it was a big fail. Right. It's a massive fail. Right, which means he got a 74. Right. Clearly, you got to see. Don't do that at home. <laughs> Kids, for those of you watching, don't do that. <laughs> um, what about girlfriends? Um, no, <coughs> come on. Don't have a girlfriend anymore. No, no, not now. Oh, okay. Growing up. Um, who's the first? Um, yeah, I guess I had <laughs> Sorry, a, I'm a little of a clamped. <laughs> Talk amongst yourselves. My first girlfriend was in like grade nine, maybe. She was from Lethbridge, where I was playing. Because I'm from Cranbrook, but I played minor hockey in Lethbridge when I was in Bantam. So she was from there, I guess. What was her name? Um, Alyssa. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, Alyssa. <laughs> How? How are you? She oh, knows. <laughs> she knows. But you don't kiss back then, right? You just write notes. Yeah, exactly. Just Do go. you like me, yes or no? And then you got to reply on the other side of the note. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. That was the type of deal it was. So. It, it's, it's funny how many things are the same in the United States and Canada, right? Like, that never changes when you're, like, in ninth grade, don't you think? Like, small romance? Yeah, <laughs> right. exactly. Yeah. Did you have any... Uh, Traumatic stories, like my daughter broke her arm, and that was it changed her life. Did you break anything? Do you want a glass of water, by the way? Are you okay? Some sort of something. (laughs) No, did you did you ever like break anything or get in trouble, Uh, get grounded at Disneyland? No, honestly, I've never broken a bone. Um, I can't even really. Oh, one time I have a scar on my lip. I like was biking down a big hill and I fell and like rubbed my face into the ground and I like split my lip open from like up here. So that was kind of traumatic, I guess. I see. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a little dip. Yeah. It's a little yeah, dip. It's just like a, and it like, I, it's scarred because I like licked all the stitches out. Well, of you're it. a biker. Yeah, so exactly. <laughs> yeah, I was biting all the time. For sure. Was there a helmet on? Um, yeah, I had a helmet on. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess. But still, it protects this. It doesn't protect yeah, exactly. this. I know, but well, you still, you come home, you want to cry. How old were you? Oh, uh, I was probably Oh, so you were crying. Yeah, oh yeah, I was crying. Yeah, for sure. That's the worst injury as a kid? 
Like yeah, that's all I can remember. Wow. Honestly, I, I was yeah, I was pretty lucky. I Did guess. you break anything? Oh yeah, oh yeah, skiing, femur, pelvis, boom, oh, all in one fell swoop. So your dancing oh. career had to be put on hold. Uh, yeah, yeah, the. Uh, the ballet was no more. Breckenridge <laughs> <laughs> Ballet. Hey, we're talking about alliteration here. Breckenridge Ballet. Falls into the theme. There you go. Breck, hey, we might be onto something there. Now, do you, you, don't have, do you don't have brothers and sisters? I have an older sister, yeah, Jamie. Um, she's 20. Oh, good. She's a 99, so she's 20. Yeah. yeah. I kill sheep, but I don't know where this is living currently. Happy birthday, maybe, yeah. to Jamie? Could be today, probably. Wait, were you guys like buddies, or was there the um, sister or brother? We were always like battling when we were younger, but once, like, we're really close now. We're really good, um, friendly. So is it, because brothers keep up, or sister, whoever, siblings keep up on Snapchat, text yeah, messages. For sure. I mean, is that pretty much. Yeah, like, I don't really see her much anymore. Even when I was at home during the summer, she's. Uh, kind of been all over the map. She was in um, Thailand for like three, four months, China for like three, four months. So she's just traveling. Um, her and her boyfriend are like really into um, climbing, like rock climbing. Yeah. So like they were all over the world doing that. So it was pretty cool. So it's one of those things where you get out of college and you're like, you know what, I'm gonna experience life. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. And they so, picked China? Yeah, they're in a bunch of different places. China, Japan, Thailand. Okay. Mostly for climbing or for like um, all the yeah mostly all mostly for climbing I think but my sister also went on a trip with just her friend as well and I think that was more just um, for the, I don't know being a tourist I guess <laughs> I don't know what you call it so you were born June thirteenth two thousand one yeah correct I was married June sixteenth two thousand one so you were three days old <laughs> oh jeez do you remember I mean think about I mean think about today especially I mean it's September eleventh two thousand. Mm -hmm. Uh, 19. Yeah. So uh, obviously a day that you know, all of us kind of feel it right here. It doesn't matter where you're from. But you were born in 2001. I'm curious. Do you remember what the number one song was in 2001, the day you were born? No. You didn't come out and say, hey, Mom, <laughs> No. Just take out his, his, his headphones. Right. Oh, that was a great song. Well, let, me yeah. just, let me give you a little throwback um, for everybody that wants to remember what was going on in 2001. This was Christina Aguilera. Mm -hmm. York, is that like, I, th I think I know. Maybe, hey, maybe. sister, so sister. Mean, 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 mean. Sister, everybody's got nobody. Is that Moulin Rouge? Come on. Yes, Moulin Rouge. I know that song. You, you do? Yeah. See? See? So the day you were born, that was rock band. Do you know what the number one movie was in 2001? Of course you don't. You should like probably see Back the to the Future or something. No. <laughs> oh, my God. That was like 1985. Oh. Was it? Yeah. Wait. Do you really know that? I do know that. Yeah. I love Back to the Future. Good movies, yeah. The number Great one uh, movie was Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. Ah. Have you seen any of the Harry Potters? Um, no. What are you into? <laughs> what are you, what I, like, I really like, like The Lord of the Rings and The uh -huh. Hobbit. I own all those, so I've watched Have you read the books? Or um, no? I read the Hobbit books, yeah. and then I read the first. It, it's hard uh, to get through, for yeah, sure. But Hobbit long. definitely is like, because it stands on its own, like you can get through it. And yeah, read it. exactly, and they're like smaller books I think more like did you ever friendly. see the old Hobbit like cartoon movie no Do you know I've what I'm talking seen, about yeah, though I, I think I've seen like pictures yeah that was it. the first like time that I got really exposed to it and then obviously they came back yeah, around yeah. and and did it recently but I don't, I don't I'm not sure I would have picked him for Lord of the Rings guy I like that though <laughs> which yeah. guy oh well yeah yeah I mean it's kind of a are you, so you're a reader 
Uh, not anymore. When I was younger, I actually read a bit. I read quite frequently. Actually. Because there's a guy on our plane, Colin Wilson, mm-hmm. who, not just our plane, he's also on... <laughs> but Colin's yeah, plane, actually. <laughs> no, there's a guy saying, on my plane, Colin I, Wilson, you may have heard of him. Some guys play poker, some guys right. take naps, some guys read. He's constantly reading, so I'm just trying to figure out where you're going to fit on the plane. I feel like it might be for... <laughs> Yeah, maybe I don't. You won't be reading. You won't be reading the Wall Street Journal. No, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So, did you have like norm? What was teenage life? I know you're you're involved in hockey. Were you allowed to be a normal teenager at all? Um, I mean, during the summer, yeah. Um, but during the season, it was honestly like from what I can remember, it was pretty strict. Um, my coach in Bantam was uh, is my coach now actually so um our banton team was running a lot like a junior team so it was uh it was pretty strict but um it was a lot of fun as well i still have like a lot of good buddies from lethbridge where i played banton and whatnot but when i was younger um, my dad was my coach so um we'd always be like missing a practice to go um hunting or something (laughs) see how is that dynamic i always wondered if dad coaches and you're obviously a really good player. The other parents are like, you know what I mean? Did, yeah. Did you get any of that? Um, I don't think it really ever happened with my group. We actually had like a really good group. Everyone was really close along with the parents as well. So um, it was pretty good. And my dad didn't really put up with much of that either. He was pretty um, strict with the group of parents as well. So it was kind of funny. <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it funny how when you, when, you're, when you come through a strict system, look what it leads to, right? You know, mm-hmm. it's a, you, you learn a little discipline early and it kind of stays through. I'm not saying that's how most parents Well, you're developing good habits, right? Whether that's in life or or at the rink, do you feel like you learn those pretty early, whether it's thanks to your coach at Lethbridge or the Giants or your dad? Like, when did you feel like you started to get really good life habits? Um, I think, like, from uh, my, my, well, my coach now, but in in Lethbridge playing Bantam there, um, I think, my coach was was really good to me. Um, obviously, he's still my coach now, but he taught me a lot about hockey, obviously, but a lot about being a, a good leader and a good person as well. So um, I think that's kind of where it all started. So, but, but like, what type of things? When people say, "Well, he's a good leader. He's a good person." Like specifically, what do you remember hearing about what you had to do to be that type of a guy? Um, I think just the thing that kind of stuck with me. It's kind of cliche, but just always being the the hardest working guy on the ice. I mean. If I'm gonna tell somebody to to put it in gear or whatever, um, you gotta put it I, in yeah, gear exactly. too. Yeah, exactly. I gotta be there myself. So uh, I think that's something he taught me at a real young age, and I think that's something I've I've carried through into my into my junior days into now. Um, uh, I think I'm I'm a leader in the room in junior for sure. So I think um, it, it helped me a lot. Um, like I said, in the room, but obviously in in life as well. You bring up an interesting point because especially in our business mm-hmm. where you constantly have to be moving. Once you've become stale, it's sort of like, I'm kind of tired of this shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you look around, even here at altitude, you look around and someone's really working hard, you ask yourself, am I doing enough, right? right? What have I done new or inventive lately? Have you ever been on the ice with somebody that you're like, this guy's an absolute badger and I need to pick it up in some way or another? Um. I think yeah, more more lately than than other times. Um, been skating with like a lot of pros during the summer and whatnot, and then coming here and being on the ice with like McKinnon, Johnson, guys like that, um, established NHL players. I think there's always room to improve your game, obviously, especially for a young guy like me. So, uh, 
being around people like that, I think it's just important to be a sponge and um, not only work hard, obviously you always got to do that, but but keep track of little things they do, um, little things that separate them from most other players. What have players. you noticed so far? Um, Individual guys, I mean, what, what has been like, whoa? Um, well, I haven't really had a chance to skate with my, uh, many of them or very, very much yet, but I think I'm definitely just uh, how good McKinnon really is. Um, it's pretty, pretty mind-blowing, you think. Um, you play against like the best in your age group and stuff like that, and then it's just a whole nother level. So it's it's pretty crazy and intimidating. Honestly. If you had to defend McKinnon one on one, how do you think you'd come away? Uh, how did you? How do? You, how would you do it? How would you do it? That's uh, a great question. And how would you like? Who would you go to inside the league and be like, "Hey, how do you go about defending that?" Because his hands are working faster than I can keep track of. So or, or his feet. So how do you defend a guy like that? Uh, I, I don't know, honestly. Is it, can it be done? <laughs> I think, personally, I think guys like, uh, I don't know, I think there's a few guys in the in the NHL, him, Crosby, McDavid. Uh, I honestly don't think that sometimes there's nothing you can really do to, to stop them, honestly. So I think you just try to limit the opportunities uh, that they get or they create and, and kind of hope from the best from there. So. You know, there was, there was, I forget what game it was, and, and maybe Emily knows probably better than any of us, but... It, where uh, he made some incredible move, and he, he inside a stride, he took an extra step. Mm-hmm. Almost like he had a third leg. <laughs> and the poor defenseman, maybe it was Drew Doughty, I can't even remember, the poor defenseman just looked like he, yeah. you know, just spilt his, his card at Safeway. <laughs> Everything went all over. They, he didn't end up scoring, but it was the first time, and, and Lance Cox said in the postgame, he's like, I, I've never seen that I before, can't yeah. describe how you would even do that. You can't teach that, and it, he seems to have something that's just, you can't teach. Yeah, for sure. I think, like I said, there's a small group of guys in the NHL that are like that. Obviously, there's other superstars as well, but I definitely think those guys have somewhat separated themselves from the, the rest of the pack. You and I had talked, uh, I think, the day that you guys got introduced down at, um, down at Pepsi Center, and you had said, and tell me if I'm wrong, that you looked at Morgan Riley was a was a guy that you... Yeah, for sure. T- talk to me about that. Um, Yeah, I think I've... I've honestly watched a lot of video on him, um, just like highlight things and whatnot. And I think he's just a good two-way defenseman, something I can confide to be. But also his his le- leadership in, in the locker room and whatnot is something that I strive for as well. So I think, um, obviously, I, I've never met him or anything before, but he seems like a super good guy from what I've he- heard and read. So. And when you're... Cause a lot of guys go home and they, they watch games and they have their favorites. I mean, how do you take in... Do you watch it just like the rest of us? You go home, sit on the couch, flip on NHL Center Ice, and you're, you're watching the league? Yeah, I think definitely like that. I think something that um, hockey players do maybe more than just the regular fan is they uh, maybe pick a certain player or whatever, uh, a certain play that's happening on the ice and, and focus on that throughout the game while they're watching. Um, I try to do that whether I'm watching the St. Louis Blues or whoever. Um, pick a good player on the ice and just focus on him, concentrate on him, see what he's what he's doing and what separates him, like I said earlier. Yeah, you, know, you bring up an interesting point with the Blues, and you assume we're watching every moment as we were, but for a team that has, what, a dead last in the league mm-hmm. early At, January, No, yeah, New Year's Day, pretty and much. And then they rally and, and do that. Is that a team thing? Is that a, a belief um, thing? How do, how do you turn that sort of 
How do you turn that around? Yeah, I don't know, honestly. It was pretty crazy because they're supposed to be a really good team um, coming into the season. Then I just don't think they, they started how they wanted to, and then just kind of snowballed from there. But um, obviously, yeah, it's kind of a thing where you can't get rid of the players, so you got to get rid of someone else. And it was the coach, and then Rube came in, and he was, he was really good, and things just seemed to click, click from there. So I think especially in the NHL when everyone's so good and all the teams are so good, um, if the room has confidence and uh, everyone has belief, um, I think they prove that it doesn't really matter what position you're in, what your team looks like. Um, you have a chance to win every night and a chance to win a Stanley Cup. Yeah. You know, you mentioned something that I want to circle back to about transportation and like what everyone does on the plane or the bus. Like everyone either is like a movie watcher or a reader or a card player. Like you've been on plenty of buses, yeah. you know, around BC and, and Alberta and, and Western Canada. Planes as well. What do you do to pass the time? Um, I think watch a, watch a lot of movies. Obviously, you can download movies on Netflix now, so that's nice. Um, but I also play cards a bit too with some of my buddies. Um, I was never at the back of the bus just because I was a, a younger guy, so I was at the front. But um, we always hey, found it. the front card game is better than the back yeah, card game. Right. Just so everybody We're knows. Back game. <laughs> For dimes. <laughs> Backgammon, not a card game. Connor, don't forget you owe me 90 cents. How much are the Reese's out of the vending machine? Yeah, you know, so. That brings up a story. You said you saw oh, him yesterday in the airport. Right, so we're coming back from from uh, from Anaheim and the and the rookie face-off. And we got to the airport probably a little early, right? Yeah. It, it, there's a big gap in between when the game versus the Coyotes ended and we, we, we take off. So... Bo and I are in basically the John Wayne equivalent of a Hudson News, <laughs> and we're just basically like each taking laps around this thing. Couldn't couldn't decide what to get. After about eight minutes, I landed on peanut butter M and M's. Not sure if What'd anybody likes with? that. What did um, you go with? I got Starburst. I think. <laughs> uh, honestly, I have a I love sweets. Um, it's kind of bad, but whatever. It doesn't uh, doesn't really affect me too much. Um, you're burning some calories, you know, just right. just a little bit. Yeah, so I think, I think you're fine. Strawberry Starburst. <laughs> yeah, I went to a so. movie last night, and the guilt was overwhelming because you get to have the choice of like pizza or deluxe nachos or whatever. So I just got the Twizzlers. I had the Twizzlers knocked out for the previous. Yeah. <laughs> I always eat my popcorn before the movie even starts, which is I'm like. I'm gluttonous, and then right. I feel bad the rest of the time. Are I you really focus on the movie? Um, I think as a team in Vancouver, we'd yeah. go every once in a while for like rookie things or whatever. But uh, I'm not really a big movie theater guy. I don't know. Um, Did you get the, the creepies? Not really. No, I just. <laughs> well, I'm paranoid. I don't want anybody sitting in front of me. In front of you. If the, I swear to God, I'll be in a completely empty theater, and they'll be they'll be like your movie. You know that popcorn, the little mm, roller coaster yeah. will come. Yeah. There'll be just one dude, and they'll go, hmm. <laughs> and I'm a freak. Yeah. We have all these seats to choose I, from. I agree. It's like the parking lot where you park away from everybody right. else on purpose, and then the guy parks right. right next to you. I don't like that. I agree. You know who goes to, who's like literally seen every single movie like in the theaters? Noodles. Jamie McLennan from TSN. You know, he okay. used to, yeah, he yeah. honestly doesn't matter what it is. It could be Princess Diaries 7. He's and going? He'll, he's going to the theater. <laughs> By himself. And he's got like three kids too. That's what he does. That's but his he's thing. seen every movie. Every movie. Do you remember who, uh, who was it? Roger Ebert and. Uh, Siskel. Do you remember Siskel and Ebert? No, I don't yeah. think so. No, they're both dead, I think, but don't worry about it. Uh, which brings both us. Dead? Are they? Are they both dead? I think Ebert might still be alive. I think. Oh. 
I think um, Siskel's. Yeah, we've turned dead. weird, which means we're going to turn to some weird questions. Okay. <laughs> okay. Ooh, these excellent segments. Well done. These are, I'd say rapid fire, but I want true, honest answers. And I spent some time on this, by the way. <laughs> I did have a small glass of wine next to me as I was writing these. Um, if you could play any other sport and be a professional athlete, what would the sport be and why? Uh, baseball, for sure. I grew up playing baseball a lot. Um, I stopped playing when I was 14 or 15, I think, but I just think it's a cool sport. I mean, what position? <laughs> it's pretty relaxed and whatnot. I uh, shortstop or catcher. I think that's pretty Is cool. baseball popular in BC? The reason I ask it because I've run across multiple people who, and our own Peter McNabb, right, was he was. Uh, accepted the University of Denver to play baseball, ended up playing hockey, and then almost a thousand games in the NHL. But he, you know, born in Vancouver, is is there a lot of baseball in BC or no? Um, I think a bit more in like the Lower Mainland, like mm. Vancouver area, than Cranbrook. But there's definitely um, a lot of like minor baseball around. I think I'm not totally sure anymore. It was uh, pretty big when I was young, and mm. I'm not sure what it's like now. But uh, it. It's definitely, I think it's a growing sport in Canada for sure. We've established the, the Starburst, but the chicken and pasta thing is out the window. It's a day off or whatever. It's the middle of the summer. Yeah. Slop food. What are you going for? Just to grease out. Um, I'm not much of a grease outer, honestly. Mm -hmm. uh, I love sushi though, especially in Vancouver. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of really good sushi spots. Mm -hmm. So that's usually my go to um, after practice or on a day off or whatnot. Bunch of us will go go get sushi. So. We do altitude television travel logs, right? So what? <laughs> so so we can put it in that edition. What's your favorite sushi restaurant in Vancouver? If he picks the one that you, the one I think you're gonna pick, what is it? Um. Well, I live in Tawasin Ladner, so it's like okay. So you're out thirty in Delta, minutes. Yeah. Yeah. So like thirty minutes from downtown Vancouver. So we don't get very many of the high end spots, I guess, but they're super good still. Uh, the one like it's like. Two minutes from our practice facility, it's called Maguru. Maguru. It's good, yeah. It's I like this spot, yeah. It does sound delicious. <laughs> yeah. We're going to Maguru. Guru. If you had a yacht, what would you name it? Ooh, great question. Oh. <laughs> uh, I don't know, I've never thought about that before. The boat name. How about boat? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> Bodie McBoatface? Yeah, that'll work. I don't know how many chicks would get on that boat. But, um, what celebrity is a perfect 10? Uh, Margaret Robbie, for sure. Oh, yeah. Mm. She's the one in uh, I think the, DiCaprio thing. the one movie. It's, um, Wolf of Wall Street? No, it's like that too. But. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's with like the monsters. They like take the monsters out of prison. Oh, uh, Suicide Squad. Suicide Squad, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Peter. She's, she, she's, she's really uh, good Harley Quinn. Yeah, yes. and she's like a and she's psycho. she's dating um, like a baseball player. Uh, she's dating, uh, she's married to Verlander, is she not? Yeah. No, 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 that's, no, Kate no. Oh, oh, that's Kate Upton. Oh, that's Kate Please don't confuse the two. I didn't think Kate Upton was in Suicide <laughs> Squad. Um, <laughs> you could breed two animals to make a sweet, awesome animal. <laughs> What do animals would you bring? Um, an eagle and a bear, I guess, would be kind of cool. <laughs> it's a beagle! It's a beagle! <laughs> that would be yeah. a flying badass, I think you could yeah. say. Yeah, that would be sure. a terrifying alpha predator. <laughs> um, okay, now this is a good one. Would you rather have your skin changed, color-based, 
on your emotions. So if you feel angry, all your skin turns. Or tattoos appear all over your body depicting what you did yesterday. <laughs> I think that tattoo Are you sure it was a small glass of wine? Welcome to the spirit. <laughs> so your, your, your skin changes colors depending on how you feel. Yeah. Or tattoos appear on your body depending on what you did yesterday. Well, it depends what I did the day before. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, what would the killing sheep tattoo look yeah, like? I think the tattoo want to be funny. I think it'd be some funny stuff sometimes. <laughs> it would sort of be funny. Okay, 30 days Always without a story your to phone. Tell. 30 days without your phone or life without dessert. 30 days without my phone. For because sure. you get a sweet tooth. Yeah, exactly. You, might, you know what, now that I think about it, you might have a sweet tooth from all the biting. Yeah, possibly I tasted blood. I think you like that, I don't know. <laughs> Salt and blood. Right. Yeah, exactly. sure. All right, my last question. This one's kind of a tough one. I started to think about this, but would you rather be the best player on a horrible team or the worst player on a great team? It's, uh, it's a pretty cliche answer, but I think worst player on a good team. Because you're competitive like a ball. Yeah, exactly. And I think winning's what makes it fun. So. He's a good teammate, too. Yeah. He is a good teammate. Because he sat here with us for a half hour, yeah. that's why. Yeah. That's a good teammate. <laughs> Yeah, you met some of the boys, you feel comfortable here, ready to go training camp around, around the... Around yeah, the super excited, obviously my first NHL training camp, so um, gets underway in a couple of days here, so pretty fired up, yeah. And was there, because there's a day off and then you're right into it with the, with the test after the, the rookie face-off, was the pacing any different this past weekend? Uh, was it sort of a notch up to what you're expecting maybe camp and preseason to be like? Um, or is it more like what you were used to, guys, who were maybe in a similar spot that you're in? Yeah, I think so. For sure, the rookie face-off is mostly guys in my position um, out of junior or out of their first-year pro. So I feel like everyone's a, a lot more comfortable on the ice in, in that setting, for sure. And I think when you'll notice the, the biggest step up is definitely um, into main camp here in the mm. next week. So Nervous? Oh, yeah, I'll be, I'll be nervous for sure. But... Uh, I think that's a good thing too. Feeling nerves is a good thing. So. Well, you got two buddies on your side. I know the team loves you already. So, if you need to know anything about sushi in Vancouver, yeah. um, <laughs> you know, breeding animals, anything like that, welcome. You got a friend in us. Exactly. Thanks, buddy. Thank you. Thanks, pal. Appreciate, appreciate it. it very much. There you go. Epitude Zone. <laughs> Wouldn't be a show unless I had a tongue twister. <laughs> Episode two. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know exactly how he feels. <laughs> Episode two of, uh, what's this show called? It's called Odd Man Rush. Odd Man Rush. In the books. Bo Byram. You'll see him uh, coming up this weekend and hopefully for the entire year. Uh, thanks, Bo, for joining us. Yeah, thank we'll see you guys you. next time on Odd Man Rush.